Uh, What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not another damn another podcast. Another damn podcast. Presented by our damn selves. Damn selves. Episode 210. 10. Yeah. <laughs> 10. You know, the Alma, 10 crack commandments. Where we sample Alma. Chuck D from Shut Em Down, Public Enemy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Shout out. I've been going down YouTube rabbit holes, like, don't ask me why. And I've been watching a lot of these um best um top ten lists as far as beat makers. Hmm. Uh, Primo, I did watch here. So, um, for some reason, they didn't have the Ten Crack Commandments on that top ten. So really? Yeah, and that's I thought it would be number one and even make the list. They shocked the shit out of because when they did versus um Primo versus um Rizza, that was mm-hmm. uh, his that was the last one he closed that out. That was his uh yeah that's his just, number one, but this list is like drop, one. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's his number one was the 10 crack command. Mm-hmm. Then Mass Appeal, which is a good choice. I I, I like Mass Appeal as a top one. Mm-hmm. Then they have this all your top producers as uh, a who's who basically. I watched Kanye, I watched Dre, I watched um Daz. Now you're going to let um, me go down the road to Bradley Hole and look for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make sure you have some free time because you will start doing all that. Q-Tip, um, had, yeah. Their oh, best okay. was, um, they had, um, I think, Electric Relaxation was yeah. on beat. I'm like, good choice. Mm-hmm. Only two um, only two Midnight Marauder tracks here and there with that in the war tour. Yeah. Like, oh, but um, as, that's probably my favorite album. I'm biased, but he got, they got a lot of songs. So, yeah. But they had a war tour, made the list, and then Electric Relax was the number one Q-tip beat of all time. Yeah. yeah. I would definitely agree with Electric Relaxation because just it's a smooth track. It's just... Mm-hmm. If you would describe hip-hop, like I said, like describe hip-hop with one track, I would say Electric Relaxation would be or, hip-hop to or me. Just, or Tribe, even. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Somebody who never heard a Tribe Called Quest, like, give me a Tribe Called Quest song. That's a, that's a good choice to play. Like, here's mm-hmm. a Tribe Called Quest joint right here. That's a good one. Yeah. Just a bit. Mm-hmm. It's just chill. Just like you can just ride it on Lakeshore Drive. Just listen to it. Yeah. It's um, me being a beat maker, so I'll, I'm kind of nerdy. I like stuff like that. <laughs> um, at Kanye's top 10. With, so, yeah, it's, yeah. So. I'm into that kind of shit. Yeah. I like that Kanye plays with like classical stuff and like he does a lot of interesting things that like you would never think that you could put two type of things together, but then he makes it make sense. Like two things that seem like total opposites. And then he puts it together and you're like, oh, okay, I see what you did there. I see what you did I'm there. You the when, story about when I first met Kanye, I've told I do I definitely told you this story. I don't uh-huh. know if I told it on the podcast. It seems like a good time ever to tell it. Yeah. First time I met Kanye, it was back in 2001 at the old Isaac Hayes um, restaurant <laughs> on Clark Street. That's Clark, right? I believe Clark. Yeah, it was Clark in Chicago. I think so, yeah. yeah. It's the old Isaac mm-hmm. Hayes. I was hanging out with my homie. We were just, yeah, chilling there. You know, there was a little a private event going on. Mm-hmm. And, um, Kanye was one of the people that were there. And, like, my, my homie knew who Kanye was. I really didn't know him like that yet. Right. I heard of him. I didn't, you know, I didn't. Didn't know Keep the in mind, this was 20 years ago. Yeah, so I had heard of Kanye ago. obviously because he's he was big in Chicago, but I didn't right. have, I didn't have a face to put with the name, so I didn't. Right. Know he's like, we you know, know who this is? This Kanye right here. You the next big thing. He's like, was um kind of on his dick a little bit, 
And to me, that's like when guys are on other guys' dicks. That's when I'm. That's when I go the other way. I'm like, all right, calm down. He he's a man. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, but he's a man. Like just bring it, bring it down here. You way up here. Like bring it down here. Mm-hmm. So we were just chit chatting with Kanye. I told I introduced myself. I was like, I had just started at Powered and I was man like um afternoon producer, which is my job at the time. So I was a, I was kind of a peon at the time. Yeah. A peon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just there. You were a peon. <laughs> And then it was around this time, actually, because it was like that summer, yeah. And we're talking about with Kanye. And no, Chicago cats, a lot of times, they gassed stuff up some. But Kanye didn't. He told the truth. Yeah, he was like, yeah, well, actually, yeah, got big plans. Been doing some stuff with Rockefeller. I think about 2001 Rockefeller. Put your mind in that um, space right there. This is do my ladies run this mother for you. It's that Rockefeller. Dynasty, that era. That's just like, yeah. You know, that's that Rockefeller. Yeah, yeah. it's like Rockefeller was like on top of the world. That's mm-hmm. the point I'm making. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's like prime. Jay-Z was in his prime. Like, this was that era. It's like, yeah. It's so um, when he's like. 12 a.m. on the way to the club. This. That Jay-Z. Yeah. yeah that like Jay-Z. Rockefeller, yeah. Right. So um I looked, I kind of looked, I was like, okay, if you say so. I didn't dismiss it. I just like I've been in Chicago all my life. And um, and especially the more you go down this industry, it's like you run into a lot of liars. <laughs> so, <laughs> stuff ain't not really. But sure enough, about one month later, after that meeting with Kanye at the Isaac Hayes restaurant. On the radio, we're playing H to the Izzo, which is one of Kanye's biggest beats. It made that list. Like, see, I'm tying all this all together. It all makes sense. Yeah. It made Kanye's list, like, um, that top 10 Kanye beats at the Izzo uh-huh. was one of them that was on there. And I was like, sure. And I was like, okay. Homie was telling the truth. Like, he, do, he, he, he wasn't lying. With Jay-Z. Like, he, he wasn't bullshit. He is doing big. Lying. And that turned Look out that. to be, like, if one of, if not the biggest song of 2001. Like was like mm-hmm. H to the Izzo. And like it's still and that's um easily one of Jay-Z's greatest albums from the Blueprint mm-hmm. album. Then I, I saw Jay-Z in concert yeah, like later yeah, Blueprint show. First time I saw Jay-Z in concert was a Blueprint show, like um mm-hmm. later that year. So it all ties together. And since we're talking about Jay-Z, we're gonna segue into Jay-Z somehow and tie it to the NBA, which we really gonna talk about. But um, since we're talking about Jay-Z, um this transition. Yeah, the latest episode <laughs> of The Shop on HBO. Have you seen it? I have not. The Shop, that's a LeBron show, right? LeBron, yeah, and Maverick show. And Maverick yeah. show. I have yeah. not seen it. You said HBO, right? Yeah. I got to get back HBO on my right. HBO and watch some stuff. Yeah. I've been kind of under the radar yeah. with them. Jay-Z is on the latest episode, so, mm. so that's some royalty right there. You got LeBron, okay. Jay-Z. Then they had Bad Bunny down the familiar with Bad Bunny. He's like a Latin mm-hmm. pop, Latin pop, hip hop, Latin pop star. Like, yeah, he's mostly he's big in the Latin community. And Bad Bunny is like, him. um, he's like the like how the baby is in the hood. Like, he's that in the Latin community. He's I think I may have heard a song of his because when we were out um, Friday, we went to Matthew Daly Park, and then like the people, you know, like there's outside back over, like you said, they're starting to ride around, you know, the bicycles where the people ride and that they carry you on the bicycle downtown they do that and it was a guy riding it was playing like some reggaeton type some like latino stuff and i was like oh i was like what's that and marcus was like and he said the person's very bad but he was like that's 
probably it'd be either J Balvin or Bad Bunny. They big right that's now. What Marcus, Marcus, that's probably Bad Bunny. And I was like, who the hell is Bad Bunny? I was like, I had no idea. Like, like who is that? Hey, he's huge <laughs> in the Latin part. But uh, you do definitely I know, know a dude. Bad Bunny song. Here's one that you know. Um, I said I like it like that. He's on the yeah, I, like I know that one. Like yeah, he's on that. That's like Cardi that B, J Balvin, and Bad Bunny. They all um Latin, Latino, all this. So that's Latino like, uh, heritage. Uh, that's probably the biggest song you know him on. He's I on, know that one. When a little Spanish rap comes in, that's Bad Bunny on the album. <laughs> I like it. Like that. Yeah. And then you know, for whatever reason, when you hear like, the Spanish, you just start, start, you just start hitting it, like you know. <laughs> Who rapping in Spanish on that song? That's Bad Bunny. That's okay. So I know that. So he's on the episode. Um, a chick from the WNBA who's I can't pronounce her name, the African chick. My bad, yes, lose my black card, I guess. But yes, she's a, she had an African name, I couldn't pronounce it, but she was on it. was a good episode, basically. Nice, okay. Well, I was just watching Jay and Kanye, not Kanye, Jay and um, could LeBron chop it up? That was um, that was pretty dope. <laughs> That's a lot of money in the room. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a lot of money in the those, room, those are some moguls right there. <laughs> Like Jay is already like he's like billionaire status, and LeBron's on his way. On his like way. He, um, building he's this whole to it. He's just close empire. To it. Yeah, he's on his way. Yeah. He's up there. So it's like I want to be in that room. Like if I want to be invited in a room, that's the room that I want to be in. I'll just sit and I'll take notes quietly. <laughs> I just sit in the corner, like <laughs> taking my notes. <laughs> they did ask them straight up, like, uh, yeah, in your opinion, what's your favorite album you ever did? Like, g- good question. Yeah, that's what I, I, that's what a good I would question. ask. Me. Mm-hmm. And he says it flips back and forth, which I tied into what I said earlier. We're not new with this shit. He said he flips back for either between reasonable doubt and blueprint. And blueprint. Like he, goes, yeah. he says so. Mm-hmm. So Jay Z himself says blueprint is like his, one of his favorite albums, yeah. mm-hmm. which Kanye produced an Ace to the Izzo joint. Blueprint was a good album. It was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, girls, girls, girls. Um, I'm a very term of music. Ha, ha. You don't know. Yeah, um, that was a good album. Yeah, that bangers that album. Um, yeah, the takeover my... and shit is like it was so many. Takeover was my shit. <laughs> that was uh, so many bangers. Uh, 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 takeover was my shit. Blueprint is easily top three for Jay Z for me. Takeover like, was me, my shit. My personal mm-hmm. favorite. I, I like Black Album. I like Blueprint. And I like Reasonable Doubt. That's probably Jay's three best albums. Like mm-hmm. I like Black Album is like a little bit of a so I do. I, I disagree with Jay on that one. <laughs> I think I'll say well, I think Black Album my personal favorite of yours. Blueprints up there, like either two or three. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. The reasonable doubt, obviously, that's the OG one. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But I like yeah, I like Blueprint, Black Album, Reasonable Doubt. Like those are all great Jay Z albums. So um, nice. So let's segue right into um, dun 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 dun. Since we mentioned LeBron James, LeBron James will not be in the NBA Finals this year. And here's a, because let's talk. Yeah, the Lakers bounced in six games by the Phoenix Suns. Shout out Chris Paul. Shout out D Book. Shout out Aiton, DeAndre Aiton. Like they got a good team. Yeah, so. they do. And they got a lot of young. Like, and they got the perfect mix of they got Chris Paul, the OG, who's the floor general, the veteran who can lead them, and they got a bunch of young guys, so he can keep them. I'm pulling on the for path. Phoenix now because um I think Chris Paul's in a good place. Like um. That's why I'm kind of rooting for Phoenix to go to distance because I want him to resign with that team. Because mm-hmm. Chris Paul's a free agent at the after this year, he can opt out of his contract. Right. 
And Phoenix got to be on pins and needles. Say like, right when we, as soon as we get good, we might lose Chris Paul. We might lose Chris Paul. I'm hoping, yeah. Like if they, um, uh, hopefully he resigns there. That's why mm-hmm. they need a long run for that to happen, though. Like at, at least mm-hmm. make it to the finals, not the championship. Right. So if they get to the finals, then they got a good chance of um resigning Chris Paul mm-hmm. this summer. Yeah, but um, yeah. Lakers are out of there. A lot of people yeah, have. I, I, you've been off social media, but social I've media been a field day with that shit. Like, and then the other big thing about that is that this is the first time LeBron has lost in the first round. Yeah, LeBron's first, first time. Ever. He was 14 and 0. Mm-hmm. Now he's 14 and 1. So, I mean, like we always say, who's the undefeated person? Father time. Here's another little nugget of information you <laughs> might not know. This is the first time, first time in over a decade. The NBA okay. Finals does not feature either LeBron James or Steph Curry. And that's a, the, that was a say, now that's a big one right there. That's last a time one. it happened was 2010 when the Lakers and the Celtics played each other. That's mm. the last time the NBA Finals didn't feature either LeBron mm. James or Steph Curry. And then several times it featured both of them. Like when they uh, played yeah. 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018. I know we were looking like, like, okay. Okay, uh-huh. like y'all just going to play each other every year? Like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of that time it featured um, Curry and LeBron. But this is the first NBA Finals in over a mm. decade. So if you're like um, it's a seven, eight-year-old kid that you've never seen a Finals that didn't happen. Without <laughs> LeBron. Without those, or like, Steph. This is like uncharted territory. Like it's going to have of finals with neither LeBron nor Steph in it. It's like like in the 80s when I was growing up, like where every final had either Bird Celtics or Magic. Lakers. <laughs> like, Lakers. It's like Celtics that, the Lakers. first finals that didn't have Bird or Magic. It's probably the same feeling. It was like, oh! Which I'm trying to think. <gasps> I want to say in my life, the first time that happened was when um the bad boys played Portland. That was the first, okay, no oh, final. Oh, wow. No Bird, no Celtics. That was 1990. Which, ironically, yeah, that was the first time. Yeah, I was like, okay. Jeez. No the nineties, oh my gosh! Yeah. Every year, the Lakers or the Celtics would, yeah, like the, at least one of the teams would be there. Like mm-hmm. I said, several times they played each other. And in '89, when the Bad Boys beat the Lakers, that was the last time that um the first time that the next year was the first time I'd seen mm-hmm. a final like without either Bird or Magic in it. So there's got to be that same feeling right there with kids growing up now watching basketball. Like That's how crazy. I feel the I first didn't time. Think about that. that. I was focusing more on, like I said, like with the LeBron. Like this is the first time he's lost the first round. Yeah, I was focusing on that. Like, yeah, but... first finals in like eleven Whoa. years that um. No LeBron, LeBron, you think no about Steph it. Curry. LeBron been going to the what he do? He went to nine finals in a row or something. Went um eight straight times, and then the Lakers they missed that word the they first missed, year. Right and then because, they, yeah. yeah, they still had um they still had a lot of the young guys before they made the AD trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they, he's. He got a lot of miles. Back, yeah. And he then he did nine three. times in like in nine times in ten seasons or something like that. Something like that. And then he did three uh three Olympics during that time. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron been like he got a lot of miles on him. He's and you forget after that that last season yeah, with that bubble, that shit ran long. That ran long. <laughs> The end of season, the, like the NBA finals were in October. You forget that. Right, it was like Halloween. It's the finals playing. were in fucking October. That's what. Right. Late. Yeah, so. I'm looking like, okay, I'm like football, football season's about to start football. You know, it's like, why is basketball from the previous year still like going yeah, over in there? Over like, there it ran long. So then um when this new season started, yeah, it was like January, right back to work. It's mm-hmm. not much that wasn't much of an off season at all. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but all of that condensed game. So yeah, it's um Lakers look like shit all year. So I'm not surprised with this first round exit. 
Because that team, um, but they, I've been saying that. I said the Lakers are a mess. I've been saying that since yeah. about February or March. I've been saying that for mm-hmm. months. I was like, this team is a mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You couldn't, you couldn't tell Laker fans that. Okay, it's just regular. Nation. It's just regular. <laughs> just regular season. We get it together come playoffs, but you, they didn't get it together. They didn't get it. Together. It's been they've been a mess all year. And then the AD injury. It's like, why was he like Marcus and I were saying? Why was he even out there? Like you could tell from the opening tip that he was in pain. Like he was. You know, you know the reason. I, mean, I know, <laughs> the right? Reason Kevin Durant played when now in towards like Achilles, his Achilles tendon. You know, like them growing injuries ain't nothing to play with. Like they're those nagging. Those are the nagging injuries where you they they are nothing to play with. So as soon as like well, you know, Embiid is fucking playing right now in Philadelphia, and he got hey. he got like a torn meniscus. So like these cats, like that's how serious it is to like uh, to win a title and shit. Yeah. It's like Embiid. It's like um, I thought he was gonna be out for a while. Yeah. Then um, said so now he's playing game one. He's playing <laughs> and, um against um Milwaukee. Whatever. <laughs> what did they do? They duct tape them. Like what are they Not doing? Milwaukee. Who's the other team? Milwaukee is playing um. Oh, uh, they're playing um. They're playing Atlanta. Atlanta. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they're My playing Atlanta. That shows you how I've been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of which, yeah, <laughs> New York Knicks out of there. She <laughs> mentioned Atlanta. <laughs> Got to have a little rooting, fun with Knicks fans. Yeah. I was rooting only because I like Derrick Rose and Taj Gibson and Thibodeau. That's why I was rooting for New York because uh, yeah, um, I was I wanted the Knicks to win, but I can't. I, I never, t- I never, I never miss an opportunity to make fun of Knicks fans. <laughs> <laughs> I never blow that opportunity. <laughs> so like, I was rooting I wanted, when they, when they got when they got Brown. So I was like, okay, now I can make fun of them again. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> now Spike Lee is going to go back in his hole. <laughs> <laughs> this is old rivalry from the old nineties rivalry when the Bulls and the Knicks. Oh, this, I hated that Knicks this team. Is left over from that because right now, like Patrick. the current Knicks, I actually like most of them. Like, so I like yeah, I, Rome, I like Ewing. I like Julius Randle. I like um RJ Barrett. Most of the guys I like on the team yeah. is just I hated like Patrick old rivalry left over from the nineties. I hated John Starks. I hated Anthony Mason. I hated all those players. I well, hated the guy them. I really liked was Oak because he was a former Bull. I like Oakley. Like the rest yeah. of them, could have kept them. <laughs> The right. other one, uh, Williams, wasn't he on the team? Yeah. Um, Herb Williams. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the one I'm thinking. Uh, um, the coach, Monty, Monty. Oh, Williams. yeah, he's on Monty Williams. Yeah. Yeah, Monty Williams. Yeah. I hated. Um, what's his name? Xavier McDaniel's X Men. Which I never forget. The um, yeah, that um, when him and Jordan like had they had like two. Bulls. Oh yeah, they were like bulls. Like, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I, I remember, remember that, that. when that was 92. I remember that when it happened. <laughs> I was watching that. That's how old I am. I saw that game. I, I didn't see that, that on too. highlights. I was watching that game real time. I was I think I was watching it with you because I remember that. When they were the, like the head and like, they were here, they were like fuck two you. Uh, yeah, they were like, yeah, like two they were, button heads like that. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like this is about to okay. Yeah. About to that's a seven game series. That's one of the times that the Bulls did because contrary to probably the Bulls did go seven, like during that era. They never yeah. went seven in the finals. That's why people think Jordan um only went six. He never went. He did go seven in some of them Eastern Conference ride rivalries, mm-hmm. though, including that one against the Knicks. I want to say that was and then the Pacers later. Yeah. Pacers in 1998. I want to say they mm-hmm. were seven. So like Which I hate that team too. Go seven, yeah. This um, it was usually against Eastern Conference rivals when they would go seven. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the Knicks got bounced. Like I, w- I went on their message boards just for shits and giggles to like see, like because <laughs> like after all these years, it's been like like since, since Carmel, like close to a decade since they last made yeah. the playoffs. And then you get in, and then first round, yeah. But 
But then I didn't. I, I was just there for the comments. I didn't. I didn't jump in on it at all because, like, as a Bulls fan, they could easily shut me and say, "Y'all exactly." So, yeah. So, yeah. When was the last time y'all even made it? Uh, made it playoff? <laughs> yeah, we haven't made it since uh, since Derrick Rose was there. They be like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, not that they, uh, Derrick was since gone. Jimmy since Butler. Butler. Yeah. <laughs> y'all mm-hmm. ain't made it since Butler. We went, I, we went to that game. That was the last. I went to one of the last playoff games. That yeah. Next to next to the second to the last playoff game. Because yeah. I think they got bounced the very next game after y'all went. Yeah. Because yeah. that was game four we went to. Yeah. <laughs> They got bounced that very next game. Mm-hmm. They didn't get bounced that night. So that was, <laughs> they didn't get swept. So, yeah. <laughs> so they didn't get bounced that night. That was, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's gonna be um, mm-hmm. um, the NBA championship is literally up for grab. We will have a new. It's open. It's we'll wide open. So Lakers out of there. That um changes. How many people's um Vegas odds? How many people lost money by the Lakers getting bounced? Because so, they even with all of the bullshit and the injuries, they were still the odds on favorite to win. LeBron. When they had the um LeBron the odds at the, at the beginning of their playoffs, like which team is most likely to win the NBA championship, they were still at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. As crappy as they've played all this time, they were still at the top. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. how many people had bet on the Lakers to win it all? Like this is how much money did they lose? It's a, crazy. Mm-hmm. But, but Brooklyn is a uh, Brooklyn looking good, like you you've always said about Brooklyn. Yeah, um, they got a lot of firepower. I know Harden. Um, he left the game early, but um, even without mm-hmm. Harden, they still got fire. You got Kevin, yeah, they got a lot. As long as you got Kevin Durant, you're um, you're you got a shot at winning. You as, always got. As long yeah, as you that know. man is on the court and shit. You and then what you call they said put in? He stepped up. Uh, Blake Griffin stepped up big when Harden went out. So, and he so people up. forget. Um, yeah. yeah, you look at Blake and be like, yeah, he's washed up. He's not Blake that was jumping over cars back ten years ago. But um, dude, he he doesn't have to be. He's your fourth right. option, like so. He he don't have to like do all of that now. Like when Blake Griffin is your fourth option, you're in pretty good shape. You are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like you don't have to be. He's the fourth guy on in the rotation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry. You're you're pretty good. And Portland lost too. Yeah. I was like, because yeah. I, I mean, I figured they, I figured they would, but I mean, I I wanted to, you know, I, I want to see Dame. I, I want to see Dame him. and to a lesser extent, and I want to, I'd like to see Melo win a title. Like, I want to see Dame get a title. I do, because I don't think he's ever going to leave. He seems like a loyal. He seems like a one team guy. He does. I think um they got to take a page out of Golden State's book. I'm about to say something controversial, but um it was mm. controversial like a decade ago when it happened in Golden State. Mm. I think they need to break up that duo of Dame and CJ. Mm. But like back in Golden State, this happened back then when uh, Monte Ellis and Monte, like they were like those two small guards. Like yeah, they um they they're exciting, but can they win? It's like yeah, and we got two small guards. They Mm. might have to trade CJ. Like he's the one odd man out. I think it's gonna be, which is like was controversial Mm. when the Warriors traded Monte for Andrew Bogut of all people. Warriors fans were pissed. Like you forget about that back then. And that turned out to be yeah. one of the things that helped them win a title because then they had they had a big man to like, yeah, rim protection and all of that. Yeah, which they didn't have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monte could drop 30 on you, but um, if, if his opponent is gonna drop 30 right back, it's like <laughs> and then when they uh and then when the Splash Brothers, once they linked up and they slag in clay, which is why they got up. rid of Monte because they saw they had something in clay. Because like it was during mm-hmm. Clay's rookie years when they traded Monte. Okay, so we think Clay can be a special player, so we're gonna let Monte go. And that was the right decision, clearly. Yeah, clearly. What that happened was right uh, when that first happened? I remember the game. I was watching those um the Warriors. They were doing um um 
Chris Mullen appreciation. I think they were retiring his number or something like that. So the night should have been about Chris Mullen, but when the owners came out to like, you know, honor the legend of the organization, they booed the mm-hmm. shit out of those owners. They had just traded Monte. It was like the first game right after the trade. It was like, mm. like boo. Like, yeah, I wonder, wonder how they felt like a couple mm-hmm. of years later when they were winning. <laughs> <laughs> when it's like, like it's Brothers. Yeah. It's like Monte, Monte who by then? It's like, yeah, like a couple of years later. Monte who? But um, yeah, they booed the shit out of um, and they is like, and like they had to try to say, okay, yeah, like we get it. Um, we we trying to honor Chris Mullen right now. Um, like we get you mad and mm-hmm. y'all miss Monte, but they ain't about us right now. They and it's to- a big picture that sometimes people can't see because you do have to look at stuff. Especially Monte was their from leading business, scorer at the time. From a business, he was standpoint. averaging like 25, 26 points. It's like, and you just gave him away for um. Yeah, um, a, a injury prone big man. It's like, yeah, a dude. Yeah, because remember at the time Andrew Bogut, he was injured. He had that arm, and he was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that arm. Like had mad, and he was never the same player after that. Mm-hmm. He was a number. He was the number one pick in the draft this year to go from that to like where he ended up, just being just a role player. Like was probably mm-hmm. like the fifth most important in that like guy in that Warrior starting five at the yeah when they won titles mm-hmm. <laughs> to go from that to right. that is like, it was a big fall off. And it was because of that arm injury. He was never the same player after having that arm injury. But um, at the time, you, sometimes you can't see the vision as a fan. You like, can't. Okay. And then it works out. Mm-hmm. Cause you gotta take, sometimes you gotta take a couple steps back to make mm-hmm. huge leaps for it. You gotta pull it back just a little bit. And then Wouldn't be when you see the person like making all these leaps and bounds, then you're like, Oh, now it's like now I can see it. Now I get it. It makes sense now. I wouldn't be surprised if um if CJ was given the boot after <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. And then their coach uh mutually like they uh, uh they, they fired split um, their coach. Gotcha. They let him yeah, go. I saw that. They, uh, they was like, Yeah, they've agreed to part ways mutually. That's what it said. They've mutually agreed to part ways. So basically we're firing you, we just don't want to oh. say that though. So <laughs> that's so that's what you do the nice way to say. I think he's a good coach. It wasn't his fault. Um, in my opinion, I think yeah. it's uh, I think Dame and CJ just they don't work. It's like too small. I think yeah, those two um mm-hmm. undersized guards is like like one of one of them gotta go. I think you, they're gonna have to um I think I say CJ because like Dame is the man. Like you they really yeah. <laughs> Portland is a mess now. Watch them trade Dame and see what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't want that smoke. I'll pull mm-hmm. up the bracket. Let's look at the playoff. Yeah, let's do it. I'll pull it up. NBA.com. Um, yeah, where we're at. We uh we have moved to the uh semi, but um it's still one that's still in the first round. Game seven Clippers in Dallas. Clippers in Dallas. Play, um today. Yeah, we all y'all know like who advances in that. Like yeah, two thirty. So I'm gonna be watching that when I get done recording. I'm gonna be watching the Dallas. Well, I'm, I went Dallas. I like Luca. I'm a Luca fan. I, I'm, I'm on the bandwagon with Luca. Luca Doncic is the truth. <laughs> I've joined. I've sipped the Luca Kool Aid. I'm on the bandwagon for Luca Doncic. I'm on his bandwagon. He's one of those guys that um I had to see him before I believed the hype because he was getting a lot of hype. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the bandwagon now. When he was over there, like dominating the Euro leagues, and um I was like. That's not the NBA. Well, does it translate to the NBA? 
Like Mario Hinzoljo was like great over there. Like um, uh, Nico Miritich. Like it's a lot of guys that were like great in the Euro leagues, but came to the NBA when just another guy. So yeah, right. Even Tony Kukoc, like he was just another guy. Like when he was mm-hmm. like he was like Jordan over in the Euro leagues. Like yeah, he was like Jordan. Yeah, yeah, he was like coming off the bench in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like, he was six man. He was a he was a serviceable six man. Yeah. So like um with Luca, I said I gotta see him before I believe the hype, but the hype was real on this dude. <laughs> he was like he was the real deal. He might uh, he might challenge Dirk for the greatest Euro player of all time. <laughs> right now it's Dirk Nowitzki, like is the greatest Euro player. Yeah, all day, all day. Luca might. And I saw Dirk in some of those Dallas games. His, might challenge his former his fellow Maverick for that spot someday. Yeah, Kubo. I saw Dirk cheering them on some of those games. They showed Dirk in the skybox. You can see Dirk. You can see him clapping like, oh, Dirk is out there. Good. Like to see Dirk. No so yeah, um, other three lines. Yeah, the other Western Conference matchup. Yeah, Denver and Phoenix, which she mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Denver, yeah. Bump Portland. It's yeah, and Phoenix, yeah, like knock the Lakers out. So those are the two mm-hmm. that I'm meeting. So uh, Utah just sitting here like, do, 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 do. They pretty much dominated Memphis. Like they won. It wasn't a sweep, but they did win. Yeah. They're just young, like John Moran. Like they're just John they're young. Moran, Jaron Jackson. They got good pieces. They're just young, so they came up against some more jail together. Utah and Utah. That's why they happened. Um, they the truth right now with yeah. um Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert. Mike Conley. They they the truth. If they would have played that first game, it would have been sweet. If Donovan Mitchell would have played that first game, it would have been sweet Probably because Donovan. Been. Diamond didn't play, and then when they lost, and Diamond was like, "You know what?" <laughs> he was like, "I'm in now." Yeah, hold, hold my beer. He's like, <laughs> he said, "Oh yeah." He was like, "Nah, I'm playing." Nah. Yeah, he all more he more dated that shit from purple. He said, "Want you stay for a while? See how it's done." Yeah, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> he said, "Let me show you how it's done and shit." Yeah. Yeah. So they just wait impatiently to see who their opponent is going to be. Is it going to be the Clippers or the Mavs? So they just wait impatiently. Mm. But um, the five other- series are usually really good. Yeah, except the one with the Knicks in the East. But I'm just saying, <laughs> have to make make another Knicks joke real quick. <laughs> usually, those four or five series are pretty good. The Hawks won that in four and five games because they're pretty evenly matched. So it's like you are going to usually get you're going to get at least a game six, and it's like it's really good when you get a game seven. It's like yeah, you get that game seven. You're like, Ooh. but usually you do get six games with those four or five because. They're pretty evenly matched, pretty much. Right now, it looks like Atlanta is um beating the shit out of Philadelphia. I'm just I'm just looking at the skin. Who recording this like um while the game's while we um while the game is in progress, right? And um Atlanta steals game one in Philly, man. <laughs> That'll be something, man. That'll be something if Atlanta can steal a game one in Philadelphia. Oh damn, yeah. It's halftime and they down by like 20 halftime. Damn. <laughs> So the Embiid with that knee injury, like he obviously like he looks like shit out there. Actually, I haven't watched the game, but um, he's trying to play on a torn meniscus. <laughs> so he's probably not very effective. But he needed. And then my thing yeah. is with these big men, it's like you're putting like 250 pounds, 260 pounds mm-hmm. on this knee. Can't just like put your knee brace on and um take a um a shot of um a painkiller, yeah. And, and then do some icy high or whatever, like the shit. Yeah. The, Put some the bars, I, tiger, bomb. That's what we know. Tiger bomb, yeah. tiger bomb on that shit. Yeah. 
I used up some. I used the Tiger Ball when I used to dance and run track. Take some extra same Advil and shit, and then get out there like. Take a what's the word? Vicodin, the super shit, super Vicodin, there you go. I can't think of the name of the pill. There you go, Vicodin. Pop some Vicodin. Vicodin and Tiger Bomb, and then you get out there. It's like, like nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro, it don't work like that. But yeah, that's what cats, yeah. And especially, like, he has a history of injuries too, Embiid. So yeah, you mm-hmm. definitely got to be careful about playing with an injury. Yeah, you definitely. Um, like y'all mean, that's how y'all mean messed up. the first two years of his career because of injury. Mm-hmm. He got drafted in like 2014. He didn't debut like 2016. It's like that. He yeah. missed his first two years because of injury. So you got to be careful, Embiid. Yeah. yeah. But you know, these players, like you said, like if it's like, if I ain't, if I can walk, I can play. He's like, Especially no. they got the number one seed. No. So they're thinking like this is our year. Philadelphia probably really feels like this is their year. Especially with That's the Lakers going on, it's like, okay, all we got to do is get to the finals and we win. That's probably what everybody's mindset is now, just getting there. Like, just get out gotta, of there. We got to go through LeBron. Oh, yeah, we definitely get We, gotta, we definitely got it. We just got to get to the finals, and then we got this. So that's probably what his mind mm-hmm. is. At. So he feels like, I got to be out there because we got to make these finals because we ain't got to go through LeBron. Yeah, we, we got to make the finals. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And but, then um, Brooklyn beat us. Uh, Brooklyn and Boston. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Boston. Oh, let's, yeah, let's talk about yeah, how they, yeah. We can yeah, talk about the first Yeah, round. before yeah. we get to Brooklyn and Milwaukee, the second round, um, let's just let's, let's back up <laughs> the first round. <laughs> right. Where they pretty much in dominant fashion over the Boston Celtics. 4 1, like another one. I call those glorified sweeps. Glorified sweeps. Yeah. Five, that's a glorified. It's like, it's a, it's a, it's a gentleman's sweep, as we call it. Yeah. Right, because like, basically you caught the person sleeping. Could have swept you, but um, you we caught me sleeping. We just took the gas, the foot off the gas a little bit. You yeah. caught me slipping one game, especially oh, like a lot oh, of times. We're conserving our energy for our, for our more important especially opponents. Especially a lot of times <laughs> when it happens on them game ones, because like I may have been, I may have underestimated you. You came and you slapped me in the face, and I'm like, oh. Like when this the Bulls, when the Bulls okay. won their first title against the Lakers. Right. This will be going to do. Won game one, and then the Bulls won four straight after that. Yeah. That's a general. So, like, you slapped the person in the face. Gentleman. They wasn't expecting it. And then they're like, okay, you sucker punched me. Now yeah. I'm going to get you. these first round series. I'll say, I took, I look at it as a slap in the face. I said, oh, we're, we're saving our energy for the more important opponents. <laughs> so right. We, we let you in that. We we could have dominated that. But yeah, we didn't. We wanted to conserve our energy. We got bigger fish to fry. We got bigger fish to years. fry. Yeah. We let you. We let you have that one. Yeah. That's, what, that's how I look at it. But um, let's talk about Boston and um Brooklyn. Like, who, like, um, it's, mm-hmm. it, I want to see somebody do eventually do um a, if not a documentary do some kind of YouTube video about that how they got a quiet little rivalry going on when you think about it Ooh. can you remember um for years 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 Brooklyn was the laughing stock of the NBA because of that yeah. bullshit ass trade that Danny Age made back like was it 2012 I don't remember what year it was 2012 or 13 he made that horrible trade um mm-hmm. when he traded um basically um. On the, on the old ass Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Jason Terry for like all of Brooklyn's future picks. Like, you got all of the assets. They got three first round picks. They got a first round swap. It's like, so that's basically four first rounders right there. You got, yeah. From like, for, for, um, the age, Master GM. Yeah, for the three guys. <laughs> we're going to talk about his ass in a second, too. Yeah. Is he really a Master GM? We won't talk about him. In a well, second. for that, he was a Master GM <laughs> for that. Yeah. That move was good. Yeah. For years, like, it's a laughing stock. Yeah. But guess what Brooklyn did? They, um, they were making moves in silence. Like, nobody was paying attention because they were pretty too busy laughing at him. 
Mm-hmm. They were like quietly making smart moves. They were like um basically taking everybody one man's trash, another man's treasure. They were quietly put together this nice little squad. They so, were recycling, you know, basically. That's what they okay, did. They yeah. recycled. Come on down. Joe Harris, like uh, um Cleveland don't want you no more. Come on, we'll give you a shot. Uh D yeah, the Lakers, they they um riding they on Lonzo Ball's dick because of his daddy now. So D'Angelo, we'll take you. you come on in. Yeah, we we come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And quietly put together this dope ass team. Yeah, we're like um with all of those um mismatched pieces that I just named, but put together a squad that was doing something. So then like stars started looking at um like I said, everybody who, who doesn't want to play the big apple, the mecca, mm-hmm. they call it. Yeah. So they look and it's okay. Knicks are kind of a mess. Brooklyn Nets, they're interesting. That's what Kyrie was saying. That's what Kevin Durant was saying. They're watching the Nets. It's like, hmm. Like, y'all laughing at them, but they, they actually got a imagine, decent line. Imagine, like imagine, imagine if I joined their team, I could take them to the next level. Yeah. That's what the they, stars they, think. They, you they, good they, now, they're, but they're I can't. Team. They were number six seed right now, as it as was with all mm-hmm. of the guys I just mentioned. So, yeah, if they all, if they doing all that, like, without us, uh, if we go there, that's what Kyrie and, and Katie. Then like, we can like, elevate them. There, like, we can win a title with this team. Yeah, yeah, we can elevate them. Yeah. They're already kicking ass without us there. So, what if we went there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Ange, like he, like I said, he was doing his thing on the other end, on the Boston end, after he fleeced um at the t- which at the Please. time, ironically, shout out Bill Simmons, who's like probably the biggest Celtics fan online. Yeah, <laughs> Bill mm-hmm. Simmons from ESPN. He was um when they first did the trade, like he was like so roasting his Celtics, like yeah, I can't believe they just traded away and traded away everything for like a, basically a bag of chips, it's like as we as we say, who had a bag of flaming hot chips? Some now, some now, ladies. Like like those picks, like like Brooklyn's gonna be a playoff team. Those picks are like they're they're not not gonna be worth anything. And we just gave away yeah Hall of Famers yeah for nothing. But guess what those picks turned into? They turned into um Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. That's what those picks turned into from Brooklyn. Those are Brooklyn picks. Uh, Jason Brown and Jalen Jason Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. As somebody's calling me right now, want to talk about this game? I guess, but we don't. (laughs) So um. Where it was like, yeah, they, they t- that's what they two traded him for, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. That's what those picks turned into be. And the third pick actually turned out, ironically, is when you laugh at this. Mm. Um, remember, when all of this was going on, once Kyrie Irving started getting disgruntled in Cleveland, remember that? Mm-hmm. He wanted a trade. So um, the third pick, that one of the picks that he got from that, the very last Brooklyn pick, he traded that to, to the Cavaliers for Kyrie Irving. So, yeah. So Kyrie is like now with Brooklyn started out with um, Boston. People forget about that. He played the one season in Boston. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, everybody yeah. Was, he only there. I one forgot season. about that. Yeah, but he, he was there for year. he was there for a year. I think that became that. Colin Sexton. That's the last Brooklyn pick. Is Colin Sexton? Cleveland took, chose him with that last Brooklyn pick mm-hmm. from that horrible trade. So after that Colin Sexton pick, pretty much. It was done. That trade was done. They <laughs> said so mm-hmm. Brooklyn survived the bullshit. Basically, they got through the dark point. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. when Kyrie went to Boston, he went there and, um, you know, they were, they were doing – and here's, like, what's controversial about that, why a lot of people are shade in Boston now and pointing and laughing at them. Now they've kind of become a laughing stock because, remember, as also part of that, it was the Brooklyn Nets paid and Isaiah Thomas is part of it. They sent that over. Right. Isaiah <laughs> Thomas, who basically, like, was, uh, was the man, like, dominant. He was, like, yeah, the man in Boston. Mm-hmm. They basically they, they saw something better, a, a shinier new toy in Kyrie, and they traded. And a lot of people saying is um, uh, that's um Boston's karma, 
like what they're going through now is their karma for like trading Isaiah Thomas. Because it was like uh, you traded because Isaiah Thomas was the sixtieth pick, and then Kyrie was the number one pick in the same draft. So they was like you the way that you you flipped switched it. And flipped it out. Yeah, you picked the last player, you then the first player. And Isaiah was all uh, remember he was an MVP MVP I can't say an MVP candidate during all mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. And this is like, and he had a lot of hardships going on. His sister got his sister passed away tragically. Yeah. Um. Also, he had, he had the hip injury he was suffering for. But um, in sports, like um, only um executives and team owners can make business decisions. If you're a player, you got to be loyal to life to the team. You got to have team team loyalty only matters when it comes to the players. In but nobody talks about team loyalty. We trade Isaiah Thomas. We trade them away, right? <laughs> It's I'm like, oh, it's just business. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what they, that's what they I say. It, it's, not, it's not personal. It's just business. Yeah. I love so-and-so in their family. I love so-and-so in their family, but bye. We'll send you away. Except when the player, like when um LeBron takes his talents or whoever, or Kyrie, or Kevin Durant goes to the Warriors, like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Sell out. Yeah. All that Sell that. out. But um, we trade Isaiah Thomas, who gave his heart and soul to this team for Kyrie Irving. That's just business, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, yeah, fuck Boston is basically get what I'm saying with all of this. And um, so Boston, Kyrie Irving, he gets there and um, Boston, they not the um, I've never been to Boston. I don't plan on going so I can talk shit about them. They're not the friendliest um, from what I hear, especially to like people like us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I heard hear, that. Like I said, I don't know personally. I've never been there, but I've heard I hear, that. <laughs> what I hear, they not um very kindly to a lot of us. Yeah. So Kyrie got there. At first, he um, said that um, if y'all have me back, I'll resign. Like, he never said he was going to resign. He said, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll resign. Like, when he, like, during the, um, I think, some kind of meeting he was having at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Then as the season went on and, like, the shit talking from the fans, because, like, Kyrie, he missed some time. Like, yeah, I know fans, like, especially the Boston fans, they like, have sports town. They talk a lot of shit, yeah. So come the end of the season and shit, they say, are you going to resign? He say, hey, talk to me July 1st. He changed from like, yeah, I resigned. It's like, hey, we'll talk about that July 1st. Whatever. <laughs> sure enough, obviously he didn't. He signed with Brooklyn. He, and then, he got the fuck out of there. And so this Brooklyn, I'm giving a whole history lesson, but we got time. I don't care. Giving a whole history lesson about um with Kyrie and basketball. Um, yeah. <laughs> So then we fast forward to this bad playoffs. Um, the first game that Kyrie and the Brooklyn Nets had, um, had come to Boston, I want to say it was a game three of this playoffs that had to be game three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They lit his ass up. I saw the I saw like a lot of fan beat. Oh, they started to fuck Kyrie. Fuck Kyrie. Yeah, they lit him up during that. Yeah. Like they um they were pissed at that dude. So that made me I was like, so I definitely want Brooklyn to win now. I started rooting for the Nets even more. <laughs> So when they bounced, I'm like, yes. <laughs> and so all of this, like, to make a long story short, it's a very long story I've been telling right here. <laughs> is um, it ended up with um, Danny Ainge, like he um resigned as GM. So Danny Ainge is gone. Yeah, oh. I hear Brad Stevens is moving into a front office position. So, um, oh. so they probably say they they gonna have to look for a coach now. So I think he might even be replacing Ainge. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know Ainge left. Wow, I heard, like I said, I've been off of social down. media, so step down. Wow. So yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah, it's like a good gym. I'll say, but is he? Yeah, what well, then for that time frame, that was like you know he looked like he could like that. I he think it has something to that karma. I think that um Isaiah yeah, Thomas, trade, um, I know especially as um in Chicago, especially if you're a Cubs fan, you definitely believe in curses and all that kind of stuff. So, um, 
the Celtics might have a little curse on because of that. This is their karma for that Isaiah for doing Isaiah Thomas? They got the little leprechaun. Can't they have the little leprechaun do some Celtic uh, stuff and make Kyrie it? Kyrie did to the leprechaun. Yeah, a little leprechaun. At the end of all, um, one of the I think the same game they were chanting "fuck Kyrie." I want to say it was the same game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After um Brooklyn beat them, which you knew they were, they beat Boston. He walks to center court. And he basically wipes his feet on the on the uh, leprechaun's face. <laughs> and some people say, was it intentional? Or was it just like, um, yeah, <laughs> it, could, it could interpret either way that he just happened to walk and then just turn back around. But a little, that's the kind he kind of wiped his feet on the Celtic there, the center court. I'm like, I'm sure that part was intentional. I think <laughs> he gets up and just like wipes his feet and then walks back. <laughs> that's what it looked like to me. That was intentional. He wipes his feet right on the Celtic. <laughs> Right, I think on his face too. Right on his face. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of digging his rivalry. I like <laughs> kind of digging his rivalry with the Celtics and the Nets. Maybe it'll be a it'll be one of those future rivals we'll look back years from now. <laughs> but it's getting good though. Yeah. <laughs> but Brooklyn, yeah, I was definitely Team Brooklyn after the fuck Kyrie. So I'm like, yeah, come on, Brooklyn, get him. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. on that man. Mm-hmm. Kyrie seems like he's trying to. You know, it's like he's trying to be in a better place, like mentally, spiritually. It seems like he's on a journey to become a better him. So, like, leave that man alone. Mm-hmm. I leave him alone. Saying F Kyrie, like that was. But like you said, these sports fans are getting out of control. Like with their oh, some of their. Oh, see, that's the same game they threw a bottle at Kyrie. You saw they that. Threw a bottle at him. Somebody threw a fan threw. Yeah, it threw a bottle and it didn't hit him, but um. But yeah, they they caught the guy. So here's the thing. This is what um what I think they need to start doing more often. They're going um he got um assault charges against. So he got felony charges pressed against him. Yep. It's like yeah, you can't throw shit at people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The most you can do is do this. Boo! You suck. Boo! You suck. That's the most that you can do at a game. I think that that's okay to do that. But if you do anything outside of that. You're doing way too much. Because mm-hmm. like Marcus and I always say, a lot of these people like uh, with them throwing the stuff at Westbrook, with them spitting mm-hmm. at Trey Young and doing all that stuff that was going on. We're like, a lot of these guys are big fucking dudes. These guys are 6'5 and up, a lot of these guys. So it's like, you would not do this to a guy who's 6'5 on the street. You want mm-hmm. those shit in his face. You wouldn't spit in his face to a man who's 6'5, 230 pounds. You would not do that to somebody on the street. Yeah. And they had Ron Artest talking about how the fans are getting out of control because who mm-hmm. better to have talk about this kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he was just giving his opinions like, yeah, like you just can't throw shit at motherfuckers and shit. Because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you wouldn't do it on the street. You would not do it on the um, street. Like I said, it's, um, it's happened more, more than once this year. Like I said, you, um, the fans spit at Trey Young at the, in the, the Knicks and then um, the um, what's name the Philadelphia fan threw popcorn at West popcorn at Westbrook. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, and then um, in Boston they threw a bottle at Kyrie Irving. They doing too much. Yeah. Like as they were walking towards the tunnel off the court, yeah, like you see the bottle fly right, but it missed him and flew right by him. No, yeah. And then like uh, somebody on well, one of his team, somebody pointed like yeah, it came from right. They pointed the directions like yeah, right there. And they, they caught the guy. You know, like with all these, all uh, it's multiple camera angles. So, so you know, yeah, you can't say it wasn't you. They got you on camera. Like with all the camera they angles. They the got you like this. They got you like throwing <laughs> the bottle, chunking that bottle up. Yeah. Right. They got Mitch, they definitely uh, got the right guy. <laughs> right. Idiot. So it's like, yep, yeah, we got you on camera throwing bottle. You don't throw shit at people. Like say you can boo, we do it, but um, don't throw shit. Yeah. That's taking it too far. 
But all right, now let's get back to the um second round series. I had to get a history ah. Boston and um <laughs> Brooklyn <laughs> because it's becoming quite the rivalry quietly. <laughs> I had to talk about mm-hmm. it. I know um they're playing Milwaukee now. Brooklyn is um and they took game one. They took game one. Game two is uh Monday, so they did take game one. See, I have mixed feelings about that series because um I want to see Giannis win, but um his Brooklyn Nets are looking pretty badass right now. So I got mixed feelings about that series. Well, Milwaukee is Chicago North, so <laughs> Oh my love. He been um, he been he been putting this fear to deer. I say he been, fear to deer. He been putting this fear to deer. <laughs> Shout out, Mike. And I like Giannis. Giannis is one of my favorite players. I do like Giannis. So, but Brooklyn is they they tough. Brooklyn going to be like if anything about a series like that may be a six, maybe a seven game. That may be a six seven game. I hope it, it goes along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hope it does, cause that's too dumb. That's uh, that's two great teams right there. Yeah, so that would be fun. Like, that's a fun. That's a great second round. That's like really. That really should have been the Eastern Conference Finals. That Conference really finals, like um, depending on um how Philadelphia looks. Yeah, like um, but really, those are probably two best teams in the East. Right, that could have been a Conference Finals. Like, Philadelphia is in that mix too, but um, those are probably right. Best team to the East, right there. That easily could have been a conference final matchup, and when you get that in the second round, it's like, ooh, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like, oh, okay. So now one of these teams is not going to be in the conference finals. Yeah. So that's what's then. That's where the mixed feelings comes in. Mm. Which, one, yeah. Which one? Team Giannis. I'm gonna go with Team Giannis. I'm. So I got. I got to hang with uh, Milwaukee. Team Giannis. I'm gonna hang with Milwaukee. We'll see if Naeem was wrong. <laughs> um, at this time next week, we'll know something, I'm sure. We'll see if I'm wrong. We'll know something. I've lost some of my mojo. We're predicting my sports. <laughs> don't even ask me to predict the sport, yeah, because whatever I say, just go with the opposite. Yeah. So I'll stop. That was good for a minute. That was good. And now I just predictions kinda, a long time ago. <laughs> I've been kind of shaky. I've been kind of shaky. A little pitchy. A little bit. A little shaky now. Well, I'm gonna get it back. I'm gonna get get my swag back. I'm gonna get it back. Shaky, shaky, like mayhem. <laughs> but man, though. Mm-mm-mm. What else you got, kid? <laughs> yes, uh, we are moving towards uh like like I was saying the other day, I went out, I had date night, and it's definitely open. Chicago, <laughs> let's talk about Chicago it. Chicago is looking like it's a, it's wide open. It. Chicago is back open, yeah. If somebody um, sent me an interest. I think it was Jones and shit. Yeah, I it looked it. open, open. Because we saw the people by the fountain. Like we, had, we walked down by the fountain. Like the people were out. I saw the vendors outside. Like you know, and you know, in the hood, it's uh, it's real. Like when I went out uh, yesterday, I saw people with their snowball tables. So they had their snowball tables. So they had like their pickles, their candy. Summertime shy is back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about. You got the like air people, blasting right now, but summertime shy is definitely. For people who don't know what it is in Chicago in the summertime in the hood, you're going to see people who have snowballs. They hey, sell I got snowballs. A, I, got a, I got a gig. I'm the a rooftop gig. I'm these hands, so I know about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I already know. Yeah. But it was good to see that though. It was because, like, at some point, we do have to return to normal, and it was good just being out and seeing people. Like, I mean, I went and played miniature golf on Friday at Maggie Gilly Park. So I got to see people like, you know, we were out and we were playing golf 
And then I went out to eat. I went to outdoor. Like I said, I still don't want to sit inside a restaurant quite yet, but I did sit outdoor. I sat in an outdoor restaurant and I ate. And, you know, it's like, it was good to see people at the foot travel, like people walking around. I saw the little, next to the person that was riding the bike, like carrying, like, like kind of like the rickshaw kind of that type of thing. Cause I think they got rid of the horses, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think that, I think that the animal rights people, I think the animal rights people did something with that. And I think they did retire the horses a couple years back, I think. Yeah, that guy, yeah. Yeah, that's not a COVID thing. They got rid of that a while ago. I, well, I want to say that maybe at like 2018 or 19, I want to say they retired the horses. I saw um, a few of the trolleys out. Um, it looked like they were private trolleys because like maybe people were like doing like party bus type things on like the trolleys. I saw several of those go by. I saw a couple of bachelorette parties out because I saw girls like their veil on. They were like, you know. Doing brides, this wedding season. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, I said, okay, things are back open. So I was like. No, all about wedding season. I won't say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it was good to just see that, though. It was good to see um, just people out and just looking normal. You know what I mean? Because it's like we can't. Stay locked in a room. Shout out to the homie Mike Jones. He posted an interesting question. Says, Since outside is pretty much open, I get your answer for it too. How long mm-hmm. will you continue to wear your mask? Indoors, I'll wear it. Outdoors, I won't. Because like I, I didn't have my mask on outdoors. Because like Marcus was like, "You gonna wear your mask?" So he was like, "We out." I was like, "Okay." I said, like, "I need to start. Let me start." I don't wear mine outside at all. I'm to the point. And, um, I was I'm like, "Indoor, definitely." Where I'm at, and in like if um. It depends on my, like, if the place doesn't require it, then sometimes I won't even put it on inside. Like, some places, I masks mm-hmm. are optional now. Yeah, like, some places, especially mm-hmm. in Indiana, like, they have a lot of... Oh, yeah, yeah, places, yeah. yeah. It's like, well, mm-hmm. like, the mask is not required. So if I'm running in, like, well, CVS or something to, like, grab a, a bag of chips or something, I might mm-hmm. not put the mask on to do that in Indiana. I'm just like, fuck that mask. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm to the point now, I'm kind of over the shit. After yeah, I had my mom, like, I'm kind of over. When I stepped out and when we got out of the car and then we were walking towards Maggie Gale, we were walking and Marcus was like, you going to wear this there because it's like 90 degrees. Like, you going to wear this mat? And he's like, we outside. I'm like, I'm like, you, I'm like, let me stop. It's like, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm trying to get there. I'm like, I'm, I'm putting my toe in the swimming pool now and I'm putting my feet in. I'm trying to get back. But I mean, like I was outside. Like, I mean, I went to a couple of events this weekend that were all outdoor events and I wasn't masked outdoors. This is my I was not masked out. My symbolic might fuck the mask shit right here. I guess I'm doing right. You gonna rip it? I feel about that mask shit right now. <laughs> it trying- feels good. It feels good to breathe in air because it's like because you know I've been diligently wearing my mask. Like as soon as I step out of the car, I put my mask on before I step on my car. So like I'm outside with a mask on. And now it's like taking the mask off, and I'm like. Okay. Hey, this is what fresh air Ooh. smells like. Okay. And then you smell at the street vendors. Yeah. Like, oh, they got hot dogs the over there. Street. They got hot dogs over there. They got nachos over there. You start, you know what I mean? You start smelling. They got Italian beef over there. You start smelling like the different foods. And then you're like, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so, I mean, it did just feel good to be outside and just, you know, returning to somewhat of a normal situation because this last year has just really sucked. <laughs> it really has. With all the just not being able to be well, around, different people. way got different. As some people saying, um, forever they gonna wear the shit. No, no, so like to the end of the year, it's like different answers. Yeah. So um, one dude says he gets his second shot. So yeah, I guess once mm-hmm. he gets fully vaccinated, he's done. Yeah. 
I say I'm gonna do like, like I, 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 off and shit. <laughs> One chick says she been stopped wearing her. Me, I'm to the point now. Like if they don't require it, I'm probably not putting it on. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> if it's like mask required, yeah. Right. No sign. I'm probably not gonna put it on. Or if it's a sign that says mask optional, I'm not putting it on. Yeah. That's to have the sign that says <laughs> mask. It is starting to get to put it on. That's where I'm at. It is starting to get to like okay, we've been in this. We're in this over a year now. And it's, it's summertime again. It's like, do we want to spend another summer like sweating under these masks? And, and like, things are opening back up. Like, Bud Billiken's back this year. Billiken's back. Lollapalooza. Mom, yeah. mom called me and was like, Bud Billiken's back. And I was like, ah! So I asked her, yeah, are y'all, y'all going to have a float? I'm like, mom, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll find that out within the next couple weeks. Though, yeah. But I mean, Ariana, I told her, and I was like, we get to go now because I was like, because coronavirus kept us last year from going. So we had to watch like a special they did on TV last year, but Ariane's excited about going. She's excited about going. Like I said, hopefully you'll have your flow and then she gets to see Uncle Oz. Like I said, that's her thing. Like she always, you know, you always like come over and then you pick her up and, you know, do all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, um, if, if we're in it, like I said, I haven't heard yet, but so I guess I'll be finding that out. With things you. are slowly, things are slowly starting to happen. I think we said football. 63rd Street been popping. Oh, yeah. I'm not going over there. That's too much. I'm not going over there. <laughs> it looked like Crenshaw and, um, and Boys. I ain't going over there. <laughs> I ain't going over there. Uh, I saw people out at 57. Like they had, like, I saw people, they were out with their beach umbrellas out on 57th. I was like, okay. You know, so people are getting more comfortable. Grand Park. Yeah, they out now. Yeah, they out. Mm-hmm. I'd like to go to the beach this year. I want to take my kids to the beach. I want to go. But I mean, I don't, I'm not going to 63rd. <laughs> That's too, it's a little too populated. It's a little too populated for me over there. I want to go where it's like, where we have interaction with people, but it's still kind of like, we're all, we're all like in our little nook. Like, okay, I'm in my nook right here. You and your nook over there. You and your nook. Like, you know, I, I like that. I just don't want all the, I'm not ready for like the super closeness. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not there yet. I might hit the golf course there. I don't know. I'm probably not with that beach though, but I might hit the golf course this year. I didn't go at all last year. I might hit it this year though. Hit so, the golf course. We'll see. Hit the soon to be Tiger Woods PGA golf course. <laughs> I'm just saying that shit. <laughs> they breaking ground this year. They breaking ground this year. They COVID started a lot of stuff. They breaking they ground a lot of stuff this year. So yeah. <laughs> that shit last year. So we'll see. I believe this shit when I see it is all I'm saying, but let's wrap this <laughs> fucking thing up right now. Not another damn podcast. Yes. Oh, the 210 done. And Definitely appreciate you supporting us. You want to support us further, give our Facebook fan page a like. I'll subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. I'm talking about Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey. Get at us on your Amazon Alexa devices, and you can give us a look on YouTube, a little something like okay. that. I'll do that. My post. And follow me, <laughs> Oz, man, the wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know how to get at me. And you can check me out, MSIMAH626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, S-E-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. 
S-E-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.